Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Podcast Network powered by Omaha Audio. Peasant Sound coming to you on a Wednesday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of degenerate trifecta, brother Bry and Darren the Parlay Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? (laughs) What's going on, buddy? I had to think about it because Harry is off right, today. No. He usually just rolls off the tongue. Blah blah blah. Wizards of Wagering Gurus, Darren, Apollo, get Harry. But Harry Harry's is gone off today. He's in. Yeah, today. Today's the day. He's <laughs> in uh, Barcelona oh. for the week. Following Bruce Springsteen, we got a sneak um, sneak preview. Maybe we'll post this picture. He's wearing a jacket and shorts, <laughs> overlooking. Um, I don't, I don't know what, are, where, where, what is that baby face? Where is he looking? I, I'm not sure, but he and Ken are both wearing a dress jacket and shorts. And Harry's also wearing something that we, we can't decide if it's Crocs or not. But uh, anyway, a good showing off the bat, right? Baby face. I mean, Mr. B made a big deal of Mr. Pensa sending him these shoes. And now he's still wearing these, these shoes. The best way to explain it is, is if the he, heel just busted out. There's yeah. a lot going on. There's he because he does this a lot, and it's like, uh, screw you, I don't care, I don't have to dress up for these people, but let me just let me make it classy just in case. And so he's got this jacket. He first of all, he looks like a box if you look at his back. Really, like if you would do a ba- someone could put, uh, step up to the right of him with a wiffle ball bat. I'm like, all right, that's a strike zone. Uh, everyone just it's a it's a perfect box. It really is. And then, Bri, are you looking at these shoes? I don't want to spend too much on Harry. He's having well, a good time, but right, I mean, you know what's get, happening with the yeah. shoes. You don't even have to look at them. Well, we he said this the last time. This is this is still the same pair of shoes we 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 yelled at him for the last time because they're just like slip-ons, but right. they look like he's destroyed the back of a regular pair of shoes. So you can't really tell the difference. But again, same yeah. pair of shoes he's had on about a year ago when we blasted him on the same same exact thing. But you know, you said it. The coat though. Yeah. Is I mean Harry's already a really big guy. The uh, coat is Oh yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, the coat is so oversized on him. I it's know. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like I he's wearing somebody else. He's wearing like his brother Scott's coat or something. It's just it's yeah. ridiculous how yeah, big it's it is. Yeah, it's like I I told these guys it's like if you say hey what wow that coat Harry is like yeah seven hundred fifty dollars Ken got it for me it's like yeah but it, it doesn't fit at all and you're wearing shorts and Crocs so um what about that part of it but anyway all right he's doing good I you know they're gonna face Springsteen he's gonna be like I can't perform under these conditions right babyface oh forget <laughs> it the thing is though I can't wait for these videos to start coming in from Spain on, on these locations I. I imagine I don't know what a hot tub right. is in Spanish. Maybe like caliente baño. But like, <laughs> right, can we, right. Can we agree though that this is this is the problem for Harry? He plays off though that he's a man of the people, but right, you can't jaunt around the world and and consider yourself a man of the people, like like the common man. He's not like. What what is he like? Is he or is he not? Uh, what would you say? I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't even know if that's his uh, top 25 problems, but yeah, you're right. There's, there's, there's a lot uh, going on. He's yeah. in Spain and it's going to be the running of the bullshit. 
knowing Harry. So there's going to be a lot of that. I mean, that I want. I mean, imagine a a bull. I don't think we match up season wise with the running of the bulls, but a bull takes him by that expensive jacket and just tosses him. Put a red jacket on him. That's it. I'll I'll pay $10,000 for that. It's much better than blowing it on a money line parlay with these NBA teams. That's for sure. Although I will say, and Harry was present for this, our race to 10 yesterday we had lost, I thought, five in a row. Bryce had four in a row. I know we had lost every week since we went to Vegas and cleaned up on the race to 10. But we left it up to our friend Brad, who had turned 50 yesterday. And we said, Brad, just pick the team. We're going to bet him to go to 10 first. And he said Celtics. I'm like, okay, that's not a great price. That's minus 205 for them to score 10 before the Hawks. Uh, it was the biggest favorite we had taken up to then, Bry. They're down 5-2. Trey Young, uh, by the way, this should have been foreshadowing. It's a ridiculous three about six feet behind the arc to start the game. And um, they go up 5-2. We're winning 9-7. The Hawks got a chance at a shot. It's it's chaotic as all hell. And when they're down 5-2, we're thinking, um, all right, why did we listen to Brad, who famously joined the Navy to avoid paying his bookie? Um, (laughs) But anyway, this is his 50th. Uh, and so it was chaotic. We went in nine, seven. We get the three. What'd we get? We got a three. No, we got a two, right? Uh, now I can't remember parlay kit, but we won 11, seven, right? Yeah, I think we ended, we got a two to win it. So that's it right. A, okay. a, a, a Brown layup, I believe, uh, sealed yes, the deal for us. That yeah. was it. Yeah. And Brad couldn't get his camera straight. He's rolling uh, around in his bed like a like a wild boar on Quaaludes, Brian. It was really chaotic, but uh, nice to cash, well, by the way, one of yeah, those. Yeah, it's almost like the whatever he was, uh, if he was on his phone or laptop, it was it might have just been going around in a circle, like it, just spinning it on his finger or something right, in terms right. of how, how it looked, how it right. looked. Yeah, it was, it was spectacular. Yeah, he's doing good. Uh, looking good at 50. Uh, thank you, Brad, though. At least we won for crying out loud. Now, the Celtics had a decent side lead, and they blew it. A lot of these good championship caliber teams are blowing leads down the stretch. 119-117. Crushed a ton of money line parlays with favorites, Brian and I included. Yep. Although, oh, me, one too. Point, Brian, me too. Brian, you were in that too, Parlay? Get it. It, it seemed like all three were going to lose, but at one point, but it was only the Celtics who lost. Oh, um, they pulled it off in spectacular fashion. Trey young with 38, by the way, he's killing it since I predicted a double double in game three and they took that assist away. He's had two in a row since then. Uh, Parley kid, what do you do with a Trey young? Now I know it's easy. It, I feel like it seems like a lazy argument to say, just double team the hot hand in any sport. What do you do as a coach? with a Trey young like that down the stretch, just so you don't blow a, a dozen point lead. Well, I, I, I think if you, if you really watch the video, I, I do think uh, the Celtics were doing the right thing. There's they, video Marcus, out of this. Oh well, yeah. Okay. Marcus yeah. <laughs> smart was running. He was coming out for the double. Yeah. It's just that Trey young pulled up so deep. Uh, right. He couldn't get there. Now you, what you could say is, uh, you know, even if you have to double him to deny him the ball at some point, right? Um, maybe that's what you got to do. But, I, you know, a two-pointer wins the game, too, there, right? So you, I don't think yeah. you can leave somebody wide open in that case, right? So that's where I think you can get the exit on that. I also think a coach will say, I really, unless it's Curry shooting there, Mm-hmm. That you'd almost like live with that shot, being sure, that a two-pointer yeah. wins, and you're taking a 36-foot 
three-point shot, you'd almost say, we'll give that to anybody in the league with the exception of Curry. So I do think that Mark Smart started to run out at him mm-hmm. because you almost have to know no matter what, even if you left the guy wide open, that Young was taking that shot. And Smart, uh, and Smart had gotten called for a foul, like for playing tight, right? So you don't want right, that, right? Yeah. I, I know what you're saying, though, Sal, because not enough teams do this, though, whether it's football, like you're doubling up a receiver that's got Travis 10 catches Kelsey. already. How does Travis Kelsey is, so wide open? Yeah, yeah you know, we always talk nobody's about Nobody's like, why aren't we rolling coverage help over there? And the same in basketball. If you got a guy that's red hot, I'm sorry. If I'm playing, um, you know, the Celtics uh, or, you know, the, the Hawks, I want Clint Capella to beat me. I, I don't mm-hmm. want Trey Young to beat me. That, right. You know, so I, I guess there's other ways. But I do think that was a tough call there because – he did pull up. I think Smart started to run out for a double, mm-hmm. but he pulled up so deep. And I, how often is that shot going to go in, Sal? No, I know. He probably uh, you know, should have taken like two more steps or been about four feet closer. And then, I and then think you the can make the argument. Arrived. I think right. it was arriving. I looked at it. I watched it. I think it was yeah, arriving. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. Brian, I know. Yeah, other sports. Probably could you mention that baseball's easier. It was definitely much easier when you could, do the, sh- guy, you right. could do the shift. You could put the shift on. Now you can't do that anymore, but you could still intentionally walk. Football is, that. well, it depends on the position. Well, I guess you could double an edge rusher, right? And be like, hey, what happened to Aaron Donald? He was non-existent. It's like, yeah, they double, triple teamed them all game. Yeah, but, right. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you but, see you see that a lot more, right? Where, they, yeah. where they're double teaming a defensive end. 100%. But, I mean, you brought this up yesterday too, like, Travis Kelsey, it's the same yeah. thing. You're like, why is there not just two guys right on? T- wide I mean, open, always. 100%. Yeah. Wide, wide open. Yeah. Always. Yeah. always. Hockey, you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it with hockey, could right? Not. It's just, no. to, just take the flow is just different. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could, right. you, I mean, against the McDavid, you might want to do it, right? I mean, but when you got dry sidle out there, too, it, it's yeah. how you do it. Right. Although, All right. Sal, I will say, though, that game. I know you were bashing, you were, ma- you were saying the other games, too, but that game has screwed me up more betting wise in the NBA than I think any game I could remember. Cause usually there's games that you're like, all right, the team is home now. Mm-hmm. They're going to put this series away. They're a big favorite. They're a team that's supposed to be a championship level team and they lose that game. That's very, very rare. So now I'm very confused with betting the well, NBA to, to the NBA's credit. Right. And you know how I go after it all the time on our separate text chain with our friend Alec, who just loves it. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter if a team shoots 22% or as long as it's close <laughs> at the end, but everybody does have a star. Um, everybody has a, someone like Trey young who could take over and score 15 of the team's last 17 points or something. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like this is, more likely to happen in 2023 than it was even eight or nine years ago. But also, mm. come on, it's the eight yeah. seed. Get rid of them. What are you doing? Uh, Denver, Minnesota, that's it for the, the T-Wolves, 112-109. They lost four to a five. I thought it was a decent effort, though, for the most part, for this play-in team. Right, Parley yeah. Kid? Um, I agree I, with that, Sal. I, yeah. You know, they finished strong. I mean, you know, they, yeah. they won game four. They were in the game last night with a chance to win. Uh, right. They didn't roll over and die. So, uh, you know, I have no no issues with that. Really, what's really a dysfunctional team anyway. Yeah, miraculously, I hit on uh, the Jokic triple-double, which was plus 202 for someone who averages a triple-double. I thought that number, number was weird. Yeah, the, he got it right at the end of the third quarter. The only the drawback was going to be if they were up by 30 and he didn't play any of the fourth quarter, but it didn't seem to matter. Uh, Suns and Clippers, 136-130. 
Russ three for 18. And that was that. I mean, right. I mean, no Kawhi, no Paul George, and you get a three for 18 out of Russ. I, I guess it shouldn't have even been that close, Brian. Yeah. Well, you know, the clip, they played great in the first half and then, uh, the Suns went on that great run where Booker pretty much hit everything and then Durant was yeah. sending stuff. But but I couldn't believe all of a sudden they cut it to three with like the ball. And I was like, what is yeah. what is going on in these games? But yeah, it's one of those things that was a that Westbrook game yesterday was kind of what we've come to expect recently. I mean, he's he, you know, he's been he's been pretty good for the Clippers, but when when he's missing jumpers like Ugh. way off, he should he should know. At that point, like no if he's way, missed right. a couple in a row, he should never right. shoot again. He should just be attacking the basket because he, I mean, he was so far off on some of those jumpers yesterday that he should yeah. have never taken them. Yeah. And so that sets up, uh, by the way, I'm glad I laid off these minus nine and a halfs for a while because uh, these games have been God. close. Even even the ones that are supposed to lose <laughs> by a them. dozen points, every single one of them. Now, game one, Suns Nuggets already set Saturday. You guys, did you see the line? You want to guess the line, Parlay Kid, for that series? Nuggets um, home. Suns Nuggets. Oh boy, that's ah uh, Nuggets minus. Uh, I'll say one fifty. I, I know I'm off. All right. Well, Brian. Well, I'll definitely say it's got to be Suns like minus one seventy, just because I know the really? Suns are like Suns are like four to one to win the championship or right. less, three to oh, one, so and then yeah, the, the Nuggets right. are like nine to one. So they it's always had like the minus. Suns ahead of them. Yeah, I thought it was one twenty. It's minus one forty. Wow. Suns minus one forty. Yeah, yeah. So, should but be even a good that's series. not right, right? Minus one forty when one team's like nine to one to win the championship versus like three to one, or four to one. Is that what it is? I haven't checked in a I while. Think the, so. uh, I think so. I think the last they they haven't really checked changed that much. Considering right. the series changed, right? Uh, right, right, yeah, right. Nuggets are still nine. I'll tell you what, though. I'm rolling with the Nuggets in that series. I don't care. I'm rolling with yeah. the Nuggets. Yeah, definitely. Yep. I'm so, going to lay it. I, I might not bet that series. Uh, uh, man. <laughs> I like I the Nuggets as a dog. Then. I, I really do like them as a dog. Yeah. Yeah, you're Suns, right. Four to one look, to nine to one. It, but the, Suns, a, I, don't, I don't know if the Suns get through this series against the Clippers. If the yeah. Clippers were healthy. I, right, I don't think right, they right. do. Mm-hmm. I really don't think they do. I think they're overvalued, this Suns team. And the other way, too, for the Nuggets, right? People don't want to give Jokic credit. People don't want to give this Nuggets team credit who's been number one. Uh, when did they grab the number one seed in the West? Like three months ago? I don't know. They've been, they've been the top dog uh, for a while. Well, and but here's anyway. the thing. But, yeah, yeah, but what, what here's the thing, though, too, is Murray is – Murray, playoff Murray is better than yeah. regular season Murray. So right. this this Denver team is, I think, much more dangerous now in the playoffs. Uh, with with Murray playing, you know, he's had two, you know, a forty point game and a, and a thirty five point game uh, to his uh, ledger here. Uh, so I know we'll talk about it more, but I like I like the Nuggets value here. I, I, I still say if the Clippers even have just Kawhi, that that I think that series is going seven. I, I, I think, think that's so my too. opinion. Yep. I think you're right. Uh, and the other thing is, again, so many minutes, Booker and Durant, right? And it's got to take its toll eventually. And, you know, we could wait for Chris Paul to bust his hand or whatever, right? But so, I don't know, once you get, I'm trying to figure out the best way to bet this series, Brian. Is it to go long? If you go Denver, if you think it's going to go long, you probably take Denver, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. no, I agree. It's gonna right. go on. Yeah, the, only, the, 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 <laughs> the thing I'd be worried about is the the Suns Suns depth. They don't uh, they don't have right. a lot of depth. That's why these guys are playing so much. That's that's for uh, sure. I mean, All they right. have the, they have guys in that lineup that should not be in that lineup. Yeah, babyface. What do you think? 
I mean, with Harry not in Phoenix, the Suns could step up. It's a lot less pressure on them, but... Right. <laughs> I think they're showing game one on his back. They're just going to put a projector out and show game one right there. On He's going to wear that black jacket. You're going to say, uh, Cleveland in the Knicks. This is a big one. Marley Kid, Brother Bry, Cavaliers, minus five and a half, 202 and a half is the over-under. The Knicks Oof. don't necessarily need this game being up three to one. Um, good spot for the Knicks, really good spot for the Knicks looking at either a Bucks team was going to be tired to have won three in a row or the heat. Now they have to still have to close out this Cleveland series, but Parley kid, you're talking, you know, middle of the week, late April, the Knicks couldn't have a better outlook, look right outlook right now. Right. I mean, you couldn't really draw it up better in the spot they're in. No, I mean, I think you'd like, I mean, the only way you could draw this up better is if they still had like, um, if they were the home team, say tonight, I don't know, but uh, which is not the case. But um, right. I, I, I think I'm a little concerned because after seeing in game two, like that, the Knicks really laid a dud in game two. Uh, they've played really good basketball since that point. Uh, I am optimistic that they win this series. Uh, mm. I'm not sure if tonight's the night, though. I'm just, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be so thrilled. If they could just get it done with tonight, I oh, think it would yeah. help them uh, down in the you know in the long run if they could get it done tonight. But you know to go, who's the more desperate team? We obviously know who's more desperate. Uh, but the Knicks have found a formula to just to defend this team well. So uh, if the Knicks can put up about a hundred points, uh, they can win this game. Now you win tonight and the Bucks, let's say they take care of business at a 12 point favorite, whatever, but who the hell knows if they do, but if they do, then you're not playing again until Tuesday, I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, mean there's pluses to... and minuses to that too, where, right. you know, with the rust factor, but I would take that, but uh, there's no doubt I'm, I'm rooting hard for the heat in that series. So yeah, as a Knicks fan, I mean, geez, I, I respect the heat, but that that's what, that's who you want to play. I, I yeah. feel like for sure. Yeah. Um, under two Oh two and a half is my pick here. I know it's lame to say the first four have gone under. So the fifth is also going to go under. but we looked at 198, 197, 178. That was the game. The Knicks lost, right? And 195. Those are the four totals for first four games. I feel like we're going to get closer to 180 this game. Um, similar to that, that game two. What was it? Uh, I think that was game two. Oh, that was game three, but the Knicks won that, but I think it's going to be reversed. I expect the Spider Mitchell resurgence, Brunson and Barrett come down to earth a little. The under is eight and two in the last 10 Cavalier games. I think that trend keeps rolling. I'm going 193 final. Give me the under. Uh, Pauly Kid, you're going against that. But Brunson, big, big game again. Well, I mean, over 23 points for Brunson is not, uh, I'm not asking for a huge game from Brunson, mm-hmm. but he's just Mr. Consistent. Uh, he's averaging over 24 in this series. Uh, he's gone over this in four of his last six games. And if there's going to be anybody on the offensive end that's going to be consistent for the Knicks, it is Brunson. So uh, even when the Knicks might you know be a little off, I just feel like Brunson finds a way to get his points, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's for, uh, behind the arc, if he's not shooting great, he can get to the basket. He gets to the foul line. Uh, if the Knicks were to win tonight, it's it's Brunson's going to have over 23 points in, right. in my. If he doesn't, okay. I don't think they win this game. So I'm taking Brunson over 23 and a half points. I, I just love this player. All right, Brian, you got a uh, player prop as well. 
Yeah, player prop here. And I, I th- think you're right, Sal, with the under here. Um, but Mitchell Robinson, I'm going to go under nine and a half rebounds. Look, the Knicks have done a phenomenal job on the boards this year. So I'm actually surprised how great they've been. And at mm-hmm. times it seems like Robinson, at times it seems like he's getting like 15, 20 rebounds, but not right. necessarily the case. He did have 12 in the last game, but in the other three, uh, he only averaged five per game. And the thing is, look, the Knicks have a lot of good rebounders on the floor. So it spreads out very evenly. Like Bar- Barrett's a good rebounder. Hart's an exceptional rebounder. So like if Grimes is out tonight, which is he's questionable, it's a possibility. If Hart's in the starting lineup, that's going to eat into it. I mean, Robinson's only going to yeah. play 20 something minutes because Hartenstein's going to come in. So I'm going to say, yeah, he's more like in the seven, eight range. And I'm going to take the under nine and a half. All right, that's the first game. Uh, what are you saying here, Babyface? Oh, I'm just with you. It, uh, the under in this series is four for four so far, and uh, I know I told I read the numbers off. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no nothing, nothing. What's the matter with Babyface? Is well, he in Spain? No, no, I didn't even get to finish. I was going to say it was, oh. game one was at two sixteen, <laughs> and by game four it was already down oh. to two three point five. So there I got gotcha. you. All right, yeah, they're, they're cramming a lot of. I mean, there's four games. So the NBA, you know, you know what they do. Like they'll they'll hit you with the weekend game one, right? You have four on Saturday, four on Sunday, right. and then it's two games every weekday. But then they became afraid of the NFL draft. They say, all right, we got to get all the games that might have been on Thursday. We got to get them all in on Wednesday, uh, assuming that the Celtics are going to win, and they didn't. So now the Celtics have to go up against the NBA draft, and I'm seeing it's exactly the same time, Bri. They that should be a noon tip off. No one's going to Twitter's been going crazy, going to go crazy about the NFL draft. No one's going to care if the Celtics are up, uh, you know, yeah, 11 put, in the fourth put quarter. That at, uh, yeah. Put that at five. Yeah. Make it a nice little five early o'clock. game. It's five 30. Didn't they book a yeah. concert there anyway? Didn't I send you guys or, or you sent me? What was it? Um, there, well, there Joel, was, what a was it? Janet was, Jackson concert, yes. but they moved, they moved the Janet Jackson concert. They did. Wow. Uh, to, fri- to Friday. I guess she was doing like Thursday, Saturday or something. Oh. So they moved it to Friday, Saturday. You should just yep. do it at the same time. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think, uh, I don't think people will care. <laughs> Janet yeah, and they were Young. They were battle. getting into that on the TNT show last night. Cause wow. they were saying Janet Jackson and Taylor Swift are like performing at the same time in like roughly the same area in Atlanta. So interesting. Um, yeah. So I'm surprised Harry's not there. I I was just going to say, how are they not seeing those (laughs) concerts? I don't know. Uh, All right. Memphis, the second game. Again, this is a 3-1 series with the home team down. Memphis minus four, 222 and a half versus the Lakers. Um, It's been a fun series. Went to overtime last game. This whole thing with Brooks. and, uh, and, And by the way, did you see Brooks? Dylan Brooks with his shirt off. Did you guys see that picture? It's kind of ridiculous. No. No, just insanely muscular. Really? Um, yeah, maybe you could, I don't know, if you could, Mikey Meatballs, if you could find that in the next few minutes. <laughs> Unless they made that up. Unless it was just a, I mean, it looked like a Marvel character. But uh, anyway, they're doing battle again. This is game five. Uh, I am going to take Memphis in the first quarter. I wonder if the, you take every team that needs it in the first quarter today, how well you would do. Probably, probably okay. Who yeah. knows though? Minus 115 at minus one and a half. Uh, for the first quarter, the winners of all four games have won the first quarter. So 
if I expect that to continue and I like the Grizzlies, which I do, I'm going to give myself a break on the spread a little. I'm going to lay the one and a half in the first. The game they had to win, game two, they bested the Lakers 30 to 19 in the first. We all remember the 35-9 crushing the Lakers handed them in game three. I don't expect that. But I think the Lakers lay back a little bit early and then see if they're in it in the fourth. Thank God we're not betting this race to 10, Bri, because we would not have a shot regardless of who, which team we took, Lakers or no, Memphis. No, yeah. we wouldn't. Although we would probably take Memphis, right? Probably. Today. Yes. And probably. so this is why uh, it's just easier for me to just say this on the podcast and the bet. But I like it for the quarter, minus one and a half. I think Ja comes out strong, wins the first quarter for Memphis, 29-18, lay the one and a half. Bri, you got a player prop. Lakers. Um, yeah, I'm taking Vanderbilt. Jar- Jared Van- Vanderbilt over a half a block at minus 108. Look, his numbers are generally not that exciting. He only, mm-hmm. you know, he plays in the low 20 minutes, but he plays a really nice role for them defensively. And in the last two games, he's had three blocks in each of those games, seven total in the last three, has uh, four four of his last five games here in the playoffs. He's had a block. And he's, you know, the thing is, he's not normally a shot blocker, but he's playing that defensive role for this team. I think he knows what he needs to do in these games to where he needs to be effective. It's not scoring. It's on the defensive side. So I'm going to take him over a half a block. And I will say, Sal, for all of the games, mm-hmm. even though the shooting wasn't great in that last Memphis Lakers game in general, I yeah. thought by far that was the best game because the team, I thought they played so hard. They did, like yes. Defensively, guys were just, I mean, I thought they were really bad. I mean, very physical. There was uh, very a reason for game, When so. there's a reason for poor shooting, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? thought that game just had an intensity to it that even these other yeah. close games have not had. That I'm game with did, you. though. I'm yep. with you, yep. for sure. Uh, Paulie Kidd, you're going under. Jaron Jackson, right? Yeah, I, I know I'm not an under guy when it comes to playing props. But, um, yeah, Jackson, I don't know. I find this guy, him un- underwhelming in, in a lot of cases. It uh, drives me crazy sometimes to, uh, watching him play. Uh, he had a nice stretch here. You know, in game one, he went over 30. And his last couple regular season games, you know, he had a 40-point game. But his last three games here, he's come back down to earth, uh, scoring 18, 13, and 14. Uh, I just think that trend continues. I think, you know, with Morant having the ball in his hands a good amount and uh, Morant probably trying to uh, exert his will uh, here in uh, game five in a must-win situation for the Grizzlies. I think Jackson is will get some get his points, get double-figure points, uh, but he'll play more of his de- defensive role here. And I just don't see him going over 19 and a half. I'll take the under at minus 106. Okay. Uh, and that just puts us halfway to boy. There's so many games. There's so many freaking games. <laughs> we have to get it down. It's there's 32 playoff teams left. Or I guess now there's like 29 because there's been some eliminated and just uh, in basketball right. or 30, whatever. But oh, we got to get it to the 16 already. It's too much. It's, too much. And man. it's it's really nuts in New York, Sal. Because like even for me, like I I watch a lot of hockey in general, yes. especially when you, get to, when you get to the playoffs. But when you're alternating nights of Islanders, Rangers on top of these NBA yeah. games, it's a lot. It is. Well, the Islanders Rangers are over soon, right? They're at least playing East Coast. Right? I mean, if you're a hockey, if you're a hockey junkie, it, it's really tough to catch a train in the morning, right? And catch the end of the Edmonton Kings oh, yeah, game, right? I sure. mean, all that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like a lot. Like my wife yeah. is like, it'll be like 940. She's like, are you coming up soon? I'm like, no. 
This game, I'm watching this Edmonton <laughs> game. This, that's Den- like, Denver. You're right. That's 1240. Right. I know. My yeah, wife's been like, sleeping for at least two plus hours at that point. <laughs> it's a million things. So I guess in that regard, it's it's easy, right? Uh, you don't have to. It's, it's good for your relationship, yes. I would say. Yeah, it's, better, yeah, it's great. It's also good. <laughs> you're screaming at the top of my lungs. She could tell how, what kind of yells constitutes what kind of loss monetarily, I think, at this point. Um, as we pull Brother Bry for Man City over Arsenal, we have them teamed with the Bucks money line. Now, the Bucks straight up spread is minus 12 and 220 and a half against Miami. Boy, they blew that game five. Now they're looking at down three to one. It's really almost a coin flip, though, whether or not they take this series. Um, mm. We talked about this. It's very strange that what's the number here? I mean, geez, it's plus one ten if you like the Bucks to win three in a row, right? Um, yeah, I don't want to take the heat there. I think the Bucks win five and seven. It's all about six, right? When would that be? Yeah. Friday. It's a tough one. Yeah, you're better off taking the heat in game six, right? If you want, like, just take them at plus because there's yeah. still going to be a plus number in game six if you like the heat. Just well, take them in game. In a six. way, you're betting. Is Jimmy Butler going to have... Now, I know he had half his team's points, essentially, the last game, but right. it's a pretty good bet that he's going to go off in one of three For games, one isn't of three, it? yeah. I guess that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Either way, 12, we have that parlayed money line with uh, Man City, which um, you'll probably laugh <laughs> when by the time you're listening, that'll be a, like Father Bryce said, a <laughs> zero, zero draw. But uh, I'm putting Bucks money line in the same game parlay with uh, Chris Middleton over 21 and a half points and rebounds. Uh, I think he has something to prove. He fouled out last game and still, even with fouling out, came close to this number. He had 14 and six going over 21 and a half versus Miami. He averages 18 and five and a half, which added up his 23 and a half. Uh, he had games of 28, 22 and 42 in games. He did not foul out again. I'm counting points and rebounds. You know, he doesn't have the Jimmy Butler level playoff consistency, but this is a guy who scored 40 what was it in the 2021 finals? It was like game four or something. Um, yep. So that, I like this. I like him to step up Middleton. He has to be one of the guys who players who steps up here over 21 and a half points, rebounds. And of course we know the bucks need to win. So give me that with the bucks money line plus one Oh five that pays parlay kid. Ooh, I love this. It's ballsy, but I love it. Butler under yeah, Butler. first quarter. Yep. Butler under nine and a half points at mm. uh, basically even odds. Here, uh, this is first quarter. Yep, first quarter under nine and a half. Sal, I mean, he's averaging what 35 for the series, which puts him right around nine a quarter. Mm -hmm. Uh, but look, after that 56 point explosion the other day, uh, he he, one is is maybe a little tired legs coming out of here. Two, we just talked about what you know, double teaming guys, right, Or, or making it difficult. I would assume. The Bucks coaching staff is going to have a plan in place until Miami figures it out of stopping Butler early in this game. I have to assume that is going to happen here. If they don't, then they deserve to lose tonight and they deserve to lose in this series. Yep. I'm saying these coaches know what they're doing. They make life difficult on Butler until Miami makes their own adjustments and Butler goes under nine and a half, which is that's a pretty hefty number in quarter one, Sal. Uh, either way, sometimes these games get off to slow yeah. starts. Uh, let's take the under at minus 101. 
Yeah, I mean, it is and it isn't, right? When you, if you think about it, it's like, wow, that's only really just four made shots and two free throws, right? Yeah, Three or four made shots. But then I, I think you're right. I think, well, th- there's the double teaming. There's how we're going to handle them. And it's also his psyche. Like, hey, I don't really need to heat up until the end here. I'm going to save it. I mean, these guys are leaving something in the tank um, for True. later in the game. So uh, yeah, yep. if you look at all, not the 58-point game, but if you look at all his great performances, most of the points came from the middle of the third quarter on. All right, Bri, Grayson yeah. Allen, over I, 10 you know, and a half. I, I, yeah, yeah, I really like Darren's. I really yeah. like Darren's. I'm, I'm wondering if I should put a lot on it and just not watch the first quarter. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd be nervous as hell, right, every time he touches the ball. The one thing I'll say about Jimmy Butler is I feel like once he knows he's hot, then he'll keep shooting. But again, if he misses early, he's not he's not necessarily a guy who's going to overshoot yep. if he doesn't think it's there. So I, I do really like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for mine, I'm going Grayson Allen over 10 and a half points at minus 109. Look, the Bucks really need some role players to step up in this one, especially, you know, at home down 3-1. My bet is Grayson Allen's the one who does it. He's actually shot well in this series anyway for all four games mm-hmm. he shot. Well, I think he's shooting 50%, 50% from three. Um, but in games one through three, he's averaging three threes and 14 points per game. I think the Heat will be content with leaving a guy like Allen open. Uh, for as good of a team de- they are, defensively, they are the Heat. I think, you know, Allen yeah. will get, he's going to get some open looks in this game. So I'll, right. I'll gladly take the over 10 and a half here. All right. And then uh, there's even a fourth game the Warriors <laughs> at Sacramento. Two point favorite Warriors on the road, 235 is the over under. I think they said late last night and this morning, confirm if you could, babyface, that um, it is, uh, he is going to have a go at it, De'Aaron Fox, right? Is that what they said? Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Be, go ahead, Joel. Oh, no. It was, I mean, he's a, he's a gamer. Like, he's not, he's, he's a hockey player mentality. He's going to give it a go. The Parley kids giving the basketball players a lot of grief, but. He's, it looks like he's going to try. I played football with a broken hand in ninth grade, I, and I quarterbacked. I, oh. I think I think he'll be okay. Okay. So you think that's a bigger achievement than running a sub three hour marathon? Oh, forget it. No, I'm not. <laughs> Wait, I'm did they win that game? But did you win that game, Parley? <laughs> no, was it a lot of uh, handoffs? He threw lefty. He threw lefty the whole game. I'll tell you so what. I played quarterbacked with uh, a couple fingers taped up. Yeah, I, I was. I was unbelievable. I hundred percent gamer. There you go. All right, so De'Aaron Fox is going to do it. He's going to give it the old parlay kid try. Um, I don't know about this game. I real all I know is Harry has pl- Sacramento plus um, one mm. and a half games. So it, it'd be funny if the Warriors won four to two. But I also know that the league wants us to go seven. I mean, this is everyone's favorite series right now. And so I know I'm creating my own narratives for a lot of these games. But I'm going Draymond under eight and a half points plus one hundred two. He's certainly due for a mini meltdown, right? It's been like 72 hours now. Uh, He averages Mm -hmm. seven against Sacramento anyway. He's gone under eight and a half in six of his last nine. I wish I I could bet over three and a half fouls by halftime. Will we ever be able to do this, Bri, or is that too much fishy officiating involved for uh, Mm. for betting? If a guy guy will foul out, can you? Mm. I mean, there's a few things we still can't bet. Um, Mm. Yeah, I'd like a few things before fouls, but eventually we'll get there. I mean, soccer... You could bet red cards, right? Yellow cards. Yeah. It seems like you should be able to yeah. get that. Not on NBA. an individual player though, right? The, no, yeah. You could say, will will someone right. be carded? You yeah. can. You can. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I guess uh, yeah. I was thinking overall cards for the game. They definitely yeah. always do have, that too. But, yeah. uh, yes, I'll go under eight and a half plus 102 for uh, Dre. Brian, what are you doing? You're going pool under. Pool under 17 and a half minus 117. There's really something about Jordan Poole that is unlikable. 
I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what it is, but there's obviously a reason that Dre actually punched him. Um, <laughs> but you know, part of it is I'm watching these games and he likes to shoot every time he has the ball. Even if, Ste- even if Steph or Clay are wide open, I feel like pool is like, I'm, I'm taking the shot when I'm in this game, but in the two road games, he scored 17 and four. Some of his shots in the last few games have been way off a few air mm-hmm. balls in there. And he's always been a better shooter at home. So this will be a little bit tougher on the road. And even if you look at his numbers, numbers wise, I mean, he's down shooting threes this year. I think he's only, what is he shooting? 33%, really low number. Numbers wise, you'd think he'd be better, but I'll take the under 17 and a half here on the road in a, against a good crowd tonight. All right. Parlay kid, triple doubles, triple doubles are fun. You end up with nines usually, but it's fun. If you remember, just uh, probably about two or three weeks ago, at the end of the regular season, I hit with DeMontis Sabonis, Mm -hmm. triple-double. I'm coming back with this again. You got to figure, points-wise, he's getting there. Um, Probably have to even figure, rebounds-wise, will come, you know, probably get there. It's the assist total you're worried about. He has not been racking up assists, even though he had eight in the last game. Uh, so he did have his best assist total in quite some time. But mm-hmm. maybe just with Fox being you know, with this injury, um, Sabonis might be a little bit more f- f- facilitator at times, uh, you know, with passing the ball. So I'm rolling the dice here, plus 334 on a, a Sabonis triple-double. I think, uh, look, it's going to be close. I could see coming into that last quarter, having a chance here. Yep. I think it, it just makes it fun. Can we bet Sabonis triple bypass? I mean, one more or two more stomps to the chest and uh, who knows what could happen here. Uh, Triple double is probably more fun. All right, let's take a break. We deserve it. We've gone like 35 minutes so far. We're going to give Caesar some love and we'll be back uh, to recap and give our thoughts on the NHL slate. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF, Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117-NEW YORK, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, so Tuesday night action. Islanders won it. Yes, they beat Carolina. They're now plus 310 to win that series. I asked Mikey Meatballs yesterday, or maybe the day before, I said, Meatballs, 8-1, to Isles to win the series. He paused, and he said, sure. And so that's it. <laughs> and so now that 8-1... to is plus three ten. You feeling good about this parlay, kid? Ah, I mean, if you watched that game <laughs> last night, they got thorough. I thought they got outplayed. I know people are like great win. Mm. Uh, I, 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 it was a look. It's a great win when you're down three to one. Any way you can win on the road right. is great. But I didn't think they played a really good hockey game, like the way they're going to need to play to win two two more. But mm. the bottom line is, you take you come back home game six uh, on a Friday night, not a Sunday afternoon where the crowd is going to be uh, fantastic at UBS. And then if you win that, you know, you go you go back on a game seven and anything can happen in a game seven, right? Goal, so, uh, Sorokin just plays out of his mind. They could steal yeah. the series. So there's a shot here. There's a shot. They got some life. There you go. All right. Can't ask for more than that. Now, Minnesota, Dallas, Dallas won four nothing. And there's so, so goes my shutout streak. I think it was mm. at, I don't know. It was almost eight days of playoff action. So I think 61 teams went without getting blanked before the wild put up a dud. Thanks wild. Um, I don't even think they were close to scoring. Actually, I was watching the whole game. Anyway, stars favored for that series uh, minus 400 plus 310 is the take back. So now that's three, two, right, Bri? Yeah. And so Edmonton LA is also three, two, but by comparison, Edmonton is minus 850 to win that series. The Kings Oof. are plus five seventy five. Wow. Yeah, Stars minus four hundred. Yeah, uh, Edmonton minus eight fifty. Yeah, I mean they they just think the way Edmonton's played the last few games here, the last four or five periods that they're they're not losing that series. Um, but yeah. in, ho- in hockey, yep. in hockey, both of those numbers aren't terrible if you like the other sides because I mean I do like Dallas in this series, but winning two games in a row, you know, sometimes these are just coin flips, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of just getting a break here or there. So if you, yeah, those are pretty good odds for the, for the uh, underdogs. Well, yeah. What about all three? I mean, take the Isles plus three ten, the Minnesota plus three ten, and, and LA plus five seventy five. Probably mm. might get two game sevens, right? At least one. Yeah. I don't know. Not me. Not if I bet it. No, no way. But <laughs> saying anybody, theoretically, this is all in theory. Uh, so tonight we got Boston, Florida. Uh, Boston got an extra day off. Minus 250 to close things out. Plus 205 on the take back for the Panthers. The puck line is plus 105. You get plus money if you get the Bruins minus one and a half. Um, I am betting Caesars has something interesting. Bruins in regulation and both teams to score. So Bruins win the game. Um, not in overtime and both teams score. Like I said, my streak for shutouts got crushed yesterday, but this is a bet way to bet the Bruins to close things out and not have to pay that two fifty. Now they've been dominant aside from that right. weird game too. They took care of business on the road. 
I think they finished this Florida team off. The goaltending's been great. Five goals in three games, aside from that game, too, I mentioned. Linus Allmark, yeah, 41 saves the other day. He'll be good, but I like Florida to skirt, squirt one by him, at least, um, in this, you know, win-or-go-home game. But I like yep. the Bruins still to take it. Three to two or four to two. I don't know what the final will be. I can't tell if they get the empty netter. I'm not a psychic. But I like that on Caesars. You bet the Bruins to win in regulation and both teams to score minus 119. Brian, you have a, a player prop. I have a player prop, and I'm taking Tyler Bertuzzi to have a point at minus 122. I don't think Tyler Bertuzzi was supposed to have the kind of impact he's had on the Bruins after coming over from the Red Wings, but he's been really good for them. Has six points in four playoff games, has 13 points in his last eight games with the Bruins, and at least one point in eight straight. So I'll take it. I'll make it nine straight. Okay. Uh, the only thing I wish tonight, I know we have a lot on tonight and there's a lot of NBA too. I wish the Rangers Devils was on tonight. We, I don't need that f- during the draft tomorrow. Oh yeah. That's during the draft too. Oh, that Seriously. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need that. We don't need that. NHL do a better job there. That sucks. Although it'd be funny if mayor went to the Cowboys just as the devil scored an overtime goal. <laughs> Can we do that? I don't know. Freddy spaghetti. You would hate that. All right. Parley kid, Colorado, the abs minus one ninety. Seattle plus one fifty eight. The Kraken got their first franchise, first playoff home win uh, ever. They're still excited about that. Um, I don't know if that carries over. I think the Avs are the better team here. But you have what is this first quarter betting? There's no quarters. Is quarters and knocking? Uh, out? First, first, uh, first period oh, come betting. On. Maybe I come on, first period okay. betting. Yeah, first right. period betting. Yeah. Um, I like the Avalanche to get off to a great start uh, here in this game. Uh, I think you're know, watching this series pretty closely. It, even though it's two two, there are moments when like the Avs do seem like the far superior team. When they exert their mm-hmm. will, uh, I think they do have more skill, a lot more skill uh, than this Kraken team. Uh, here at 2-2, uh, you know, the defending champs, I think, um, just come out fired up in front of their home crowd, wanting to, uh, you know, it's a kind of a must-win game for them, I think. A lot of pressure on them to win this game here before they head back to Seattle in the game six. So they get off to a good start. I'm getting a plus number here for them just to have the lead after the first period. Let's take Colorado to win that first period at plus 126. All right. Listen, let's take a quick break. And then uh, we can't get enough NFL. Like you mentioned, that NFL draft is tomorrow. It's already here tomorrow. And we're going to give you just a few more picks. Uh, to satisfy your judge, because there's not enough to bet on, Bri. So we got to give you more picks on <laughs> NFL Draft. We'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, we're going to each make one more pick. Uh, This is in Kansas City, Thursday night, NFL draft. Lots of fun. By the way, we didn't get to talk about it yesterday, but yesterday morning we woke up and Will Levis had gone from, I don't know, 50 to one to 40 to one to 10 to one. And now on Caesars, he's 
plus 400 to go number one. And this is all inspired by some Reddit post from a guy who said Levis is, what did he say? His brother is saying that, or Levis is telling people that he's getting drafted first. Um, I mean, this just could be like a wishful thinking kind of thing, like a cocky type guy. But anyway, Bryce uh, Young is minus 1,000 to be taken first by the Panthers or be, just mm. to be drafted first. Who knows where that mm. pick ends up? Levis plus 400. Brian, what do you think? Could this be the end of Reddit if um, if they're wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it is weird how this happens, right? And who gets the information and the fact that these uh, the odds change so quickly yeah. because these the odds a lot of times are way different than real projections, right? Like in terms of everybody's analysis could be way different. You'd have to think the odds probably yeah. more accurately reflect. Yeah, it's all which happen, rumors you believe, weird. right? Like yeah, which rumors, but this is yeah, yeah. I'd be curious who knows who to kind of get an idea of how odds should be. Well, obviously, it also depends on how much money is being drafted on a specific mm. player at a certain time. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it is kind of crazy that you go from fifty to one to four to one in like a matter of days. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, he's a physical specimen, and uh, believe me, he, he eats bananas whole. Interesting. But, you know, I, I, I don't know how they evaluate these guys. Like, he still couldn't beat out Sean Clifford for three years, right? And I lost plenty of money on Sean Clifford, and he's going to be nowhere to be found in this draft, Parley Kid. So, Will Levis, uh, I'm not buying it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe he goes top four, but I'm not seeing him at number one. I don't care what Reddit says. No, I, I don't. I'm that's. I don't think he can go by that. So honestly, uh, if you're going to take, I don't know why these teams uh, are clamoring to get some of these guys. You know, we've. Taught you, I know you're not high on these uh, quarterbacks here in the first round. I say no quarterbacks drafted first round. It's an unpopular opinion, but I don't think wow. anyone. Anyway, <laughs> that's, no. that's yeah, gutsy. that's gutsy. That's really gutsy. You heard it here. <laughs> uh, but boy, I mean. I don't know. I, I get the impression in this draft uh, that you might find a guy in the third round that's as good as any of these guys in the first round. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not sold. They all have their limitations. Well, they would end in Hooker, and that's why I like under four and a half. But now everybody and, and Paula Kid, I saw you. And by the way, we have our extra points draft prop draft, and we have all the talent given picks throughout the week. I think we're up to number six or something. Gunnels. Went Six or seven now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was five. Went, you were five, right. Five. Uh, Megan Gunnels is six. Megan Connolly goes up. Kevin Hench is up today. They'll have their picks. So check that out on uh, Extra Points social channel. But um, yeah, I, I'm i going under four and a half. You went, so we essentially have the same bet, Parley Kid. You have Hendon Hooker over 30 and a half. Um, so probably not going to get drafted in the first round. Although... Collinsworth was it Collinsworth babyface said that the Chiefs are going to take Hendon Hooker. That's, that it, was it Collinsworth? Were you sent? Did you send me that? Yeah, that, that's that correct. would suck. <laughs> that would suck. That'd be okay for Parlay Kid. He has over thirty and a half, yeah, but I have no was, first round. I mean, that, that was that's ridiculous. How stupid is that? Yeah, I How think it's dumb. Is that? I think it's dumb. I mean, they but, did take Edward Solaire, right? So I mean, oh yeah. Stupid. Well, you know it's. They're kind of playing with house money, right? I think Gunnell said he's a Chiefs fan. He said, he said tight end. You would think no way they need a tight end. but Tight end, I can see. Even yeah. Daniel Jeremiah, right? right. Said That's he what did. Jeremiah yeah, said. That. He liked maybe potentially a tight end. A quarterback, mm -hmm. I mean, they could do what they want. Quarterback would be dumb, whatever. Because, yeah, I mean, nice having a nice backup. But, you know, 
Well, you're here's the win. thing. You're about not winning with the backup. The attractive thing about taking a quarterback in the first round is you get that extra year of eligibility, right? You get the plus one. And so that you don't have to sign them to another big deal in four years. It could be five, but you're also losing a year with Hendon Hooker. Cause I don't think he's playing next year. Right. Yeah, I, don't th- I don't think he's ready. So that's how a, could he play? Yeah. He can't play. Yeah. So that's a wash, but anyway, let's give you a couple more picks here. Dalton Kincaid, another one, Jeremiah, Daniel Jeremiah came on uh, Monday, likes this Dalton Kincaid tight end from Utah. He's high on him. Mel Kuyper's high on him. He says he's the best pass catching tight end in the draft. A true seam stretcher with soft hands. He's plus plus one twenty to go as the first tight end uh, off the board. Uh, Mayor for Notre Dame, Michael Mayer, is um, the favorite at like minus 170. But, you know, you remember this Kincaid kid. He played, first of all, one year of high school in Vegas. Um, Crazy. Then went to San Diego, then goes to Utah and got some notoriety when they beat USC last year, 43-42. He had right. over 230 yards at 16 catches. So it's him or Spaghetti's guy, Michael Mayer. Um, I think he's got a real shot as from Brady. He met with the Patriots who are at 14. Uh, he met with the Packers, who are now at 13 after swapping with the Jets. So I could see him going either of those spots. Um, I guess Mayer's the more complete blocking tight end, almost like an extra offensive lineman from what I read up on these guys and from what I see. But um, Kincaid is the pass catcher. That's got He's got all the tools yeah. right there. So I'm thinking right in the middle of the round. And by the way, it's, it's interesting because... I think they're both over under is 23 and a half to get drafted. The VIG is different, but 23 and a half. I could check that. It was either 23 and a half or 25 for uh, both of these guys to get drafted, but it was the same. Uh, it was exactly the same number. Let me see. Hold on. I got it right here. 23 and a half. Yeah. So I'm going to go Kincaid. Although Brian, I was looking at tight ends in the first round. It's not pretty. Um, yeah, and usually they're not great. The first round tight ends, right? In general. <clears throat> Yeah, Kyle Pitts, 21. There was there weren't any in last year. Uh, Kyle Pitts, go. 21, right? Huh. Everybody loved him. Um, Hawkinson and Fant, I know people like, but they're both traded in their first contract, right? That yeah. was 19. Hayden Hurst, yeah. I don't even think he was the best on his team ever. Uh, O.J. Howard in 17, injury. Evan Ingram and Joku's fine. You know, and then you, you go back well, to 14, Eric Ebron. Not yeah, usually good. when usually when you draft tight ends, like I would never take, regardless how great they are, I would never take a tight end in top ten because mm-hmm. usually th- those do not pan out. I think once you get into the twenties, I mean, I would say May- Mayor or Kincaid, like those guys, or even a few of the other ones after it, are just as good as some of these other guys. So it's funny, um, this but if you can get them more, in the twenty, it's good. More and more positions where you say I would never take a blank in the top 10 and you're not wrong, right? Like you could say, yeah. I would never take a running back. Like, all right. That, yep. I'll look at the numbers. Yeah. That bears out. I would never take yeah. a tight end. Yeah. I just read you the last 10 tight ends that didn't, were right. not up to par, but the more you and more, never, uh, as you, you learn, would never, you would never ever take a kicker in the first round that no team in the history would ever do that. Right. right. No, no, no. <laughs> Raiders are going to do it again. <laughs> hundred to one. I, I looked hundred to Is one. That it? Should, well, I mean, Brian, it, should, just do it. it should be a million to one. But it, I was like, you know, it's just funny looking at that. For right, that's, an, that's what they call an emotional <laughs> hedge. So when they do take a kicker in the first round, instead of uh, banging your head against the wall like Eddie Spaghetti, you're cashing out on it at least. All I right, Parlay Kid, uh, Bengals, uh, offensive line, always a good choice for a first round pick. Yeah, I mean, why not here, Sal, right? Um, what's, what's the Cincinnati's uh, 
biggest investment here is, is their quarterback, uh, Joe mm-hmm. Burrow, uh, like most teams, a phenomenal player. Uh, even last year, uh, with the line improving, he still got sacked 41 times. So now they have signed Orlando Brown Jr. to play left tackle. But here's the problem. Uh, Jonah Williams, who is playing left tackle, they want to move him to right tackle. He's in the last year of his rookie contract. Mm-hmm. That's a big blow for him to have to move to right tackle. You get paid higher as a left tackle. They want to move him to right tackle. So he's saying, I want out now, right? The the other right tackle played for their last year, Lael Collins, mm-hmm. he's coming off uh, an ACL injury in December. He might not be ready. And even if he is ready, he's going to be a little bit less of a player. I like uh, this. And they already want to pl- replace him with Jonah Williams. So it's like they really don't want him anyway. So what better way to just do? You got a late first round pick and investing in more offensive linemen for Joe Burrow. You cannot go wrong with it. Plus 300 for the Cincinnati to take an offensive lineman. Um, I like that a lot. That That is it's like the only knock on the Bengals always, right? It's like, uh, yeah, Bengals are exciting and they're entering January, but can they do it down two offensive linemen? Well, now they're down three offensive right. linemen. It's a, there we it's go. always the same 100%. thing. hundred percent, Sal. All right. So uh, three to one, that's good. By the way, I'm checking that database you like, uh, Parley Kid or whatever yeah. it is, the, sad, the NFL mock draft database. Um, it really just um, takes all thousands and, and millions of, uh, yes, and uh, and just like kind of like it gives an average for everything. It's like average draft position for fantasy, but yes, um, this, this works out well for me until it doesn't. They have Kincaid at thirteen <laughs> to the Packers, and then they don't have Mayer until the Cowboys at twenty six. So hmm. uh, whatever, Come. it is still one of a uh, hundred. Oh, that would thousand. be a bad. That that would be a bad pick for the. For, for the, the Cowboys, Packers, for the Packers, oh, for the Packers? Yeah. to go tight end at thirteen. Jeez, I want them to draft a wide receiver. I think that would be so funny. I mean, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, what an F you to him. I think it's like plus 170 that they I draft mean, the wide receiver really, first. They should. Wow. It, it doesn't they look should. good. <laughs> I know. It doesn't really and look j- good. But yeah. <laughs> I should, skill position players. And, and uh, Jigba. Yeah, and Jigba to the yeah, Packers. That, yeah. that would maybe make sense. You got to look uh, at that, those odds. Brian, what do you got? You got an over here, Nolan Smith. Yeah, Nolan Smith over 11 and a half at plus 140. Look, I, I can't take somebody that's like a minus 200 because you know what happens in a day or two, all of a sudden that drastically shifts as mm-hmm. news comes out. So I will say Nolan Smith, a guy who every team would like to have this guy on their on their team. The problem, though, you know, he's a winning type of player. He's a really good mm-hmm. athlete, but he's a little bit undersized on the edge. He's, well, he's very undersized on the edge. Plus, he had some injury history. Again, this is one of those things. If you look at a lot of mock drafts for the majority, even though I think that consensus, I think has them at 10. They do. Yeah. I, I, I think that that is a little scary in terms of if a team is going to take a gamble on somebody, it would make sense that the Eagles would be the team to take somebody like a Nolan Smith. But I think in general, if he gets past the Eagles, I, I think most of the things anywhere from 15 to 20, it's kind of looking like where his draft position is. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, Too he's, many he's Georgia more, guys for the Eagles. They'll, he's they'll, more, they'll pass on right. Yeah. He's more of a luxury guy. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, g- guy you put in situations. But I, I think he's going to go just because yeah. of his size, not necessarily going to be an every, probably not an every down player that yeah. I, I would take him a little bit later here. So you know, plus 140. I you like. talk about how these lines move around and not just because of Reddit um, rumors, but, you know, Damashek with his second pick in the first annual extra points draft prop draft, 
wanted under one and a half running backs taken. And I was about to send him like a text, like check. You can't, that's minus five fifty. I bet that last week. I put that in last week because <laughs> I didn't want to lose. It's minus. And then I looked it's plus plus one twenty five. Like, holy crap. What? That, all right. Yeah. Wow. It's well, under under, they, under one and they, a half running backs. I guess plus they 125. Think, I guess. Oh, wait. Under one and a half? Is plus. Under one and a half is plus. So they now yeah, think it's going to be over. I guess they think Gibbs. I think they I know. Think Gibbs, the guy yeah, had 11 carries all year. He's going to go. Yeah. Now he's going to be a first rounder. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so that Crazy. anyway, that's a, a bet that I'm going to lose. So uh, what else do we have? Um, that's it for football. We're, we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to come on. Right after the round, the first round, I think Harry's going to join us. It'll be like 4.30 in the morning, his time. He'll not have seen any of this, but uh, we're excited about the draft. Yankees, Mets, boy, both New York teams struggling, Parley kid. What the hell? Brian easy. called the lineup trash. Easy, Sal. He, he, Yanks he, are up 11-5 right now. Take it oh, easy. Oh, all right. Talk to Still your brother. Tr- he called so them trash. Typical Yankees don't score lineup. for four straight games. <laughs> they have like lineup. two big innings. Now I look at the averages and everybody's hitting 280 on this team. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Give me a break. Volpe's having a nice game, though. Sal's average is, is up to 228. Oh, uh, I was going to say. Two hits, three RBIs, a double, a walk. The kid is the real wor- deal. Oh, my God. He's just heating up. Two don't worry about Volpe. Don't worry about Volpe. Don't worry about Volpe. Everybody else worry about. <laughs> Sal, Volpe is the real deal. By the way, oh, Babyface, yeah, you brought this up. The King of New York, there was like an article, uh, King of New York Sports, right? Yeah, GQ uh, this week released a new article. I mean, I, these guys are in New York. I can't believe that Aaron Judge would be supplanted so quickly. But uh, Jalen Brunson. Who is it? Jalen wow. Brunson, the new King of is New York Sports. Is that right? Sports, Come according on. to a GQ article, yeah. Really? Well, look. Do they do this Brunson. every year? Because it was the Rangers goalie for a minute, right? And then... Uh, Right? I mean, I'm after Jeter, I'm saying. Jeter won for as long as he was playing. But who else is it really? It's Jalen Brunson now? No, it's not. I mean, <laughs> just because it would be, but I, Brun- Brunson is just, he's still, he's not flashy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, so I don't, I don't think he, I, I love, I, you know, he's, I've been saying it for six months. I, he's my favorite, but I, I just don't know if he's like the king of New York sports right now. It's Edwin Diaz. It doesn't matter if he never mean, plays again. It's going to be Edwin Diaz. That's that's the answer. Come on, know, right, I, baby face? What, baby <laughs> face. All right. So what is I'm, it? Daniel I'm, I'm, Jones, I'm 10. I'm looking for him on the list. Uh, yeah, All right. Daniel Jones, 10. Uh, Igor Shostarkin yep. is 9. 8, Pete Alonzo. 7, Francisco Lindor. 6, Julius Randle. Five Anthony Volpe, four Saquon Barkley, three uh, a wrestler that goes to Freeport. I'm not sure some wrestler. Uh, <laughs> I know three is Mikel Bridges. Belport, two, Belport. two yeah. is Aaron Judge, and number one Jalen Brunson. Wait, who is three? And Bridges is three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just throw that's that different. list out. That's yeah, that's that's, 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 that's ridiculous. That's yeah. Nash Bridges is higher than uh, McAlbert. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, it's Judge. Judge is one. I, I could, um, I, you know, I got a horse there's, in the race and I, I could def- tell you it's Judge. Yeah. Right. He definitely for sure is. But yeah. this, if you're talking this time of year, there's just de- like if you get the Knicks mm. in the playoffs, there's such a different energy in yeah, basketball so I than, I mean, than they're in should baseball. Be six. If they, you know, isn't it Joey Chestnut, though? Isn't it just like, I mean, he's the king uh, every day, at least once a year. You know, he's going to be, be Otani the next best. year at this time. 
Oh yeah, for the for the That's Mets. True. Surfing. <laughs> uh, he might be playing for the Buffalo Bills. Who knows? He could get king of New York that way. The guy could do it all. All right, true, uh, that true. does it. Check out our extra points draft prop draft all day, all week long. Our extra points talent will be giving their picks. Lots of fun. Very exciting. We will be back. Tomorrow night after the draft, Harry will be there, like I said, and that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Uh, Reminder to everyone out there, what do I say? How do I sign off? (laughs) Stay cool and happy handicapping.